Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money in the Market. I'm Hong Ben Zhang. Now, the ongoing slide in the Malaysian ringgit has pushed it to its lowest level since 1998, when the Asian financial crisis happened. And this comes as China's sluggish economy has hurt exports from Malaysia. But there is some nascent hope as Malaysia's export growth in January grew by 8.7 percent year on year. So, what does that mean for Malaysian ringgit? Will it Prop back up again. Well, joining us on the phone today is Lim Jun Kit, who is a strategist at Philip Nova. Hi, Jun Kit. Welcome back to the show. Hi, Hong Bin. It's great to be back. It's great to have you on again, Jun Kit. You know, this week I feel like the biggest news is the ringgit extending declines to its lowest level since the Asian financial crisis. I mean, I believe yesterday the currency fell 0.3 percent against the dollar, its weakest level since an all-time low back in 1998. What's adding to the decline of the ringgit? Yes, the Malaysian ringgit is indeed making headlines. You know, for breaching an all-time low after breaking above the 4.7975 mark against the U.S. dollar, so that is about already 4.6 percent decline year to date. Now, while the ringgit's short-term movement, you know, it's random and quite unpredictable. Mm. The main culprit of the weakening ringgit is none other than the recent strengthening of the U.S. dollar. Now, we all know that U.S. dollar is actually the king in the forex world. So, whenever it strengthens, the other major currencies. Would generally decline in relative terms. Now, the emerging market currencies like the ringgit, which is a very good example, is especially susceptible and vulnerable to the movements of the U.S. dollar. So, whenever the U.S. dollar is growing strong, the emerging market currencies would lose more than the major currencies would. And on the other hand, secondly, another leading factor that's been causing the slump of the Malaysian ringgit is the uncertainty and the downbeat economic outlook of one of its largest trade partners. Which is China okay. now with the massive property crisis looming over the Chinese economy, and the demand for the Malaysian exports to China having reduced significantly, that has actually seen the Malaysian exports dropping for a ten consecutive month in December. Okay, so in other words, the fact that Malaysia is losing a lot of revenue from its largest customer、uh, has reduced the ringgit's demand, adding to the decline of the ringgit. I see. Well, speaking of the U.S. dollar, then how has the U.S. dollar performed so far this year? Now, the U.S. dollar actually started the year on a strong note and has since appreciated around 2.5 percent, gauging by the U.S. dollar index, the、uh, XY. Dollar index opened the year at 101.4, and it actually hit a three-month high, just below 105 last week. And since then, it has、uh, retraced a little,、uh, now to hover just below 104. A major contributing factor for the strong dollar is still the hawkish Federal Reserve. That signals that rates are to be maintained, and they also, you know, just brushed away the prospects for an interest rate cut in the first half of the year. You know, as inflation still remains higher than expected, and it is still. Above the inflation target of two percent, and since the start of the year, the U.S. dollar was also boosted by a series of upbeat economic data from the U.S. For example, for the January non-farm payroll figures show that the U.S. labor market is still going really strong, with 353,000 new jobs added to the economy, and that is almost twice the market consensus of just 180,000. And the average hourly earnings growth in January also beat market consensus of 4.1 percent, coming in at 4.5 percent. As a result of that, you know the robust labour market data 
was enough to erase the hopes of any rate cuts by the Fed anytime soon and led the strengthening of the US dollar against the major currency. And not forgetting, another high-impact data that boosted the US dollar was none other than the headline inflation figure, CPI, Consumer Price Index, that came in hotter than market forecasts, so that once again validating the Federal Reserve's point that it is still early to consider interest rate cut and the dollar still currently holds the advantage of offering higher yields. Okay, well, circling back to the ringgit here, you know, Junkit, of course, uh, the weakening of the ringgit is good news for Singaporeans who are often traveling to, you know, Johor Bahru, back and forth to Malaysia. But how is the Sing dollar performing in contrast to the ringgit then? Uh, yeah, right. So the ringgit unit has been making headlines because it has just breached a new low against the US dollar and as well as the Singapore dollar. Oh. So yes, ringgit has indeed breached an all-time low against the Singapore dollar, once again hitting above 3.57. So that somehow marked a 2.7% decline of the ringgit against the Sing this year. So this is also, you know, because Singapore, it moves in, the Singapore dollar moves in tandem with the US dollar against the ringgit. So whenever the US dollar strengthens, the SGD would also follow suit to strengthen against the ringgit. Like you rightly mentioned that, you know, of course, while the Singapore dollar's earners would cheer over the fact that, you know, that shopping spree in Malaysia will get cheaper. <laughs> but the same cannot be said for the ringgit earners, you know, as oh. they see their purchasing power getting weaker and weaker again. Right, I see. So is the weakening of the ringgit, you know, reflecting the overall economy of Malaysia? What more does the central bank need to do to prop up the currency? Well, the strong dollar has a huge role to play in the recent decline of the ringgit. The release of the soft GDP data uh, from uh, Malaysia's site for 2023 that missed the official forecast uh, did also spook the investors. Now, this uh, report that I was talking about is when the Malaysia reported their GDP grew by only 3.7% uh, in 2023. And that is actually lower than the expected 4 to 5% that is expected, you know, and it is far below the 8.7% that was recorded in 2022. And besides that, on the capital market front, Malaysia also recorded a second consecutive month of net foreign outflow driven by a bigger sell-off in the domestic bonds. The Malaysian Central Bank, the Bank Negara Malaysia, takes a different approach in managing its currency, whereby it does not intervene in the forex market, you know, by buying or selling its currency to maintain any target exchange rate. So it doesn't do that. So the fundamental issue with the ringgit is actually the lack of investor confidence in the Malaysian economy uh-huh. and also the lack of competitiveness in attracting enough foreign direct investments, FDI, that belongs higher up in the value chain. Okay. So while the short to medium term, while in the short to medium term, an improvement in the global trade and the demand from an improvement of the demand from China could save the ringgit. But I think in the long term, the Malaysian government needs to work on building its economic infrastructure and by growing its pool of highly skilled talent and workforce. So thereby only, you know, you're able to improve investors' confidence and attract the foreign investments that you need, you know, to bring up the demand for your ringgit and also to drive up the value of the ringgit. Right, right. I mean, some experts, though, say it is doubtful that the ringgit will breach its record low hit back in 1998. So how much lower can the ringgit go or has it reached its bottom already? 
it is hard to give a definitive answer to this trillion dollar question. Yeah. However, if we try to look for clues by analysing you know, the dollar ringgit chart, we can see that the pair is around the upper boundary of a large rising wedge that took shape since late 2022. So what this means is that it is likely that the USD ringgit pair would retrace from current levels to find support again around the 4.7 region in the next couple of months. And from then on, it may consolidate uh, higher towards the apex of the rising wedge. And in the long term, however, the rising wedge is actually a bearish reversal pattern, which means that once the price completes this rising wedge pattern, it is bound for further downside. Okay, And in the short term, however, we, we see that the pair has room to spike just a little higher to test the uh, 4.81 resistance zone that is the rising wedge upper boundary connected by two highs created in November 2022 and also October 2023. I see. Well, you know, despite the weakening ringgit, most analysts are also forecasting a stronger ringgit by the end of this year. Do you expect the same? I mean, what factors could prop up the currency? Yes, I do share the same sentiment as the current weakness in the ringgit is largely driven by the strength of the dollar, which is backed by the expectation of a hawkish effect. And despite the recent surprises in the inflation data from the US, I think the overall inflation trend has been steadily decreasing and is definitely making its progress towards the 2% inflation target. So, you know, inflation is expected to continue cooling towards the end of the year and it would also revive hopes of interest rate cuts from the Fed and therefore it would also weaken the dollar and boost the ringgit again. Beside the IMF, International Monetary Fund is also projecting a rebound in the global trade growth from 0.4% in 2023 to 3.3% in 2024, So, which would also become another bullish driver for the ringgit. Uh, okay. Well, before we let you go here, what else should we look out for in the next couple of weeks that could give us a sense of direction of where the ringgit is headed at the end of the year? Okay. So on the domestic economy of Malaysia on that front, I would say there's little impactful events in the coming weeks that would sway the ringgit. But mm-hmm. on the US economy side, there are quite a few that would move the market. We don't have to look too far. Uh, later today, we would expect some volatility in the forex market as the US Federal Reserve is set to release its FOMC meeting minutes. And the interpretation of the minutes, either dovish or hawkish, is likely to shape the forex market for the week. The general tone around the U.S. monetary policy remains hawkish following a series of upbeat jobs data and inflation data, like I said earlier. So if the minutes show the policymakers are still sticking to the stance on holding rates steady instead of cutting it soon, it should buoy the U.S. dollar. Okay, okay. It should make the U.S. dollar stronger, so the ringgits tend to weaken from there. Conversely, if the market sniff any hints of dovish sentiment from the minutes, it would send the dollar lower and it would give some breathing time for the ringgit Okay, and also next Wednesday, we also have some high-impact data like the US GDP and also the personal consumption expenditure, PCE, which is a key inflation gauge that the Fed looks at. So any readings that show sticky inflation would reinforce the hawkish bets and also boost the US dollar okay. against the ringgit. I see. Well, thank you so much, Junkit, for your time and your insights today. Thank you so much, Hong Din. Thank you. We've been speaking with Lim Junkit, who is a strategist at Philip Nova. I'm Hong Bin Jung, and this has been Money in the Market. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.